from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. Hello, hello. Greetings, everybody. So today's- Greetings and salutations. What's that? That's like an old, that's a movie from the 80s. Um, from, is it Fool's Russian? That's funny. I was going to say something like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Bill and Ted's. They're coming out with another Bill and Ted. We talked about that, right? Yes. Yeah, so the Wild Stallions are making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so today we were going to, we talk a lot about the uh, the doom and gloom of fitness. Uh-huh. You know, it's all the... Um, do this, do this, do this. So today we're just going to have fun and we're going to bring you some perspective <laughs> that you as a listener don't have that the owners of a gym and trainers have. So we're going to, we're going to, this is going to be a blast. <clears throat> this one's going to make me cry laughing. Hopefully this, um, hopefully we don't lose friends over this one. Um, okay. So we have the top 10 gym fails and it's not gym fail like um, accidents. You, know, you see the gym fail videos. This is going to be as a gym member, these are the top 10 things <laughs> that if I could write a book and say, don't do these, and you'll always have a great experience at your gym, okay? <laughs> these are going to be great. So This one could end up being like part one, part two. <laughs> we'll try not to talk a lot on these. All right, so we had to be very careful. Um, so the boundaries. Yes. The boundaries were, um, obviously, owning a small business has a lot of personal obstacles. Mm-hmm. It's hardship. It's joy. Um, it's, you know, what the heck, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that, um, that cross over into emotional that that's, that's not what we're going to talk about here. We're going to talk about things that I think are f- funny AF. Yes. Um, and then we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start out light because we were desperate to get the whole 10. So we came up with some not so bad ones. Okay. So exactly. Number 10 coaching when you're not a coach. That's right. Okay. So when you come in. And all your expertise, and start coaching somebody new. And is, there's a difference between um, supporting them and encouraging them. Mm-hmm. That is a win. Absolutely, do that every time. But when the trainer walks away and you're sharing how you think it should be done, that's a fail. Fail. Um, and it happens more often than you would think. Yes. And it because we have mirrors in one of our gyms, our clients haven't figured out that we're the master of reflection, and we see you. <laughs> We know what you did. The mirrors aren't there for you. Oh, yes. They're there for the trainers. I know. And we see you and everybody rats you out, just so you know. Oh, yeah. Because we hear about it. <laughs> exactly. You know, everyone's like, so-and-so told me to do this differently. Exactly. Um, but again, there's a fine line because being encouraging and supporting and motivating, if your tax professional tells you what to do and then someone that's just a hobby tax professional says, no, you should do this instead, mm-hmm. you probably want to go with the licensed professional. I probably would go with that option okay. myself. So that one's pretty cut and dry. That makes sense, right? Yeah. For safety and to make sure that everybody, liability and everything else, yes. um, just don't coach people. Oh, yeah. And one of the big things that people don't realize is it's an opinion of how you think somebody should be executing, but they don't know the history of that person. So Every, if... Everybody's um, injuries and history... Oh, yeah. Someone might not be able to do something the way you can. Exactly. And if a coach is not correcting a behavior that somebody else thinks should be corrected, it might be because we actually know what their limitations are. We have the insight. Yes. Brilliant. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine. This one's kind of a, a general housekeeping. This one might not be funny, but equipment abuse. Yeah. Um, fitness equipment is not Tonka toys. No. And it's not indestructible. It's really expensive. And, well, it, it's expensive, but if you take care of things and it's within the boundaries mm-hmm. of the way it's supposed to be used, your dumbbells, your barbells, you know, everything that you go to the gym for, I think a lot of people get it in their mind, well, I'm paying for a membership, I'll do what I want. Mm-hmm. Um whether it's a big box gym, a micro gym, uh, a boutique, a 24 hour, you know, everything that you do in there is you're affecting everybody's workout when you wreck something that somebody can't use later. Right. I mean, forget wear and tear abuse or wear and tear happens. That's totally cool. But, um, something like a dumbbell, they're never meant to impact the ground. Right. It's, it's a dumbbell. You know, you hold it, <laughs> right. you put it down. All right. So, um, exactly. If you can kind of pick it up, like, we'll use a dumbbell. If you can pick it up off of the floor or off of a rack, you can put it down. You put it down the same way you pick it up. <laughs> Unless you're working with, like, cement blocks with a rod in the middle. You know, if you've got some rebar and two lumps of concrete, throw it all around. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it's made for. All right, so that's those are the kind of, like, the housekeeping top ten. Yes. All right, so now we're going to get into good stuff. Cropping. <laughs> so we're <laughs> living a healthy lifestyle. Um, there's a lot of things that we eat that might cause a little... You know, grumbly in the tumbly. Exactly. Tumbly grumbly. Tumbly grumbly. So if you have some digestive backup, mm-hmm. it's cool to walk to the corner and not fart the place up. It's good. It's. We it know. would be really great if you didn't <laughs> fart the place up. <laughs> we know it's you. Exactly. And the best is in an area, like if somebody's working and you go by and you, we always say you eat it <laughs> and then you eat it and you actually might think that if you just walked over to the water fountain and all of a sudden there's a smell there that wasn't there, we know it's you. It's like um, when they used to tell you in the kid, if you peed in the pool, it would turn green or exactly. something or it turned red. Right. Um, there's, we used to have somebody used to come to our gym and all of a sudden he'd just stand in the far back corner. <laughs> the dude had some etiquette, right? So he'd be like, I need to stay over here for a minute. Exactly. But um, <clears throat> if you, uh, if you got to do your business, it's cool to step out for a second. Absolutely. Because it doesn't always dissipate the way you think it does, and everybody ends up eating it. And I mean, honestly, an occasional little slippage of a toot, I mean, it can happen sometimes. But if you know, you know what's about to happen, just do a little side shuffle out of the way and be like, <laughs> I'll be back. I promise you the majority of people have the same humor and will actually appreciate that you stepped out. Gas happens. It's cool. <laughs> That's a good shirt. It's cool. Gas happens. But, Gas uh, happens. But just, yeah, be careful on the cropping. Exactly. Especially when the fans and stuff are going. <laughs> All right, number seven. Um, we have crotchy clothes. Yes. Um, I've never been a fan of places that end up being catwalks. So it's, um, if it's if it's full on gym porn, Yeah. you know, you, you're so skimpy and you're so thin. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about things that um, you should probably retire um, because... Your groin's hanging out all the time. Yes. And if your groin isn't hanging out, you literally have holes <laughs> on the butts of your pants and stuff. And for women, because I think I think most men wear the the um like basketball shorts? Yes. No, um they wear the what are the tight things called that you guys wear under your shorts? Oh like compression shorts. Yes. So most guys wear compression shorts, but a lot of women will choose to not wear anything or they'll wear, you know, a tiny piece of really? tiny tiny panties. But if you know you've got holes in the butt of your pants, clean your house in them or wear them as lounge, <laughs> but please 
Please don't wear them on like squat day. <laughs> I don't want to see your butt. All right. So uh, maybe have your significant other look at your rear end and just give it a, run, a test run. And as always, if you come to our gym, you know I'm not afraid to tell anybody anything. So if you're like, hey, can you see my butt through my pants? I'm going to let you know. This is brilliant. Okay. So we're going to, we're, this is, we're representing all gym owners and all over the corners of the world just to help give some insight so that you can have an amazing experience at the gym. So we're down to number six. So the stinky blender bottle. Yes. You've got to wash those things. Yes, a lot. Um, if it's got flies, if it's got uh, crusty things hanging off the lid, and you keep drinking out of it, you're going to get the plague. You're definitely going to get the plague. And if you have a protein powder smell in it, and you have not actually had that protein powder Lord. for 18 months, you might actually want to throw that sucker away. So the, here's a funny, if you leave protein in a blender bottle, oh, and I know this because I've done it, if it ends up in the car rolling around in there for even a week, oh Lord, that smell doesn't come out. Don't open it either. Yeah, I granted, I know you paid ten bucks for it, but if you've got a couple months of use out of it, that smell—I don't care if you use bleach, uh, Brillo pads—it <laughs> won't come out. It's done. No, don't use it anymore because it it stinks up the place. And everybody around you smells it. Everything kind of like crop dusting. They know it's you. Everything we're talking about is going back to smell. <laughs> We're but, smell obsessed. But now, okay, we're going to break that now. So okay. we're going into, um, that was number six. Number five, we've got uh, just general hygiene. Yes. Um, okay, I'm being careful that I say this. We have mints at the front desk. Yes. For a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool if you get up in the morning and brush your teeth before you come to the gym. Yes. That's, That's a perfect way to put it. It's totally cool. Yes. It's um, cool if you try different deodorants because a lot of people i absolutely have the ultimate respect for people that won't wear traditional Mm -hmm. but you know there's some awesome recommendations on google salt sticks and things and you know it's the fitness is important living a healthy lifestyle is important but um also uh was it was the old spice commercial the guy (laughs) says it used to be um something about (laughs) you should not offend or something like that but um a lot of times people will just save their grooming for the day until after the gym. Mm-hmm. So to make it just convenient, make it work. Um, yeah. Uh, give yourself just a quick check um, because you interact with your trainers and you interact yes. with your other classmates and you don't want to be that person that people just take a wide berth from often. No. Does that make sense? No. And then just check kind of the, the date of your clothing. I mean, there's a lot of that. Is it like wicking, whatever that material is that yeah. just over time you might smell really good like when you leave your house, but as soon as you start to sweat and there's up. just kind of that, and trust me, I don't, I actually don't know one person that has not thrown something away because it's just, it has nothing to do with the fact that you're gross. It's that the, eventually the smell of that sweat and kind of stuff just doesn't come out of your clothes. So it's, there's options like, um, I think I've heard you can use like baking soda, even, yep. even baking soda and vinegar. Absolutely. I mean, if you've got some shirt that you just, you're like, my entire existence dep- depends on this shirt. Mm-hmm. I have to keep it. But yeah, if you're if you're rocking a performance shirt for more than six, seven months, there's a real good chance it's got to go in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't hold on to those things. Like you should never use it again. Uh, don't mow the lawn in it. Exactly. Don't put it in your drawers. Get rid of it. Yep. Um, ha- refreshing your equipment every so often. Um, it's not. It doesn't have a forever shelf life. No, exactly. And I know they're expensive. And we have, you know, if you wear knee sleeves or wrist wraps, and it's like one of those that just just take a minute, because especially if you're in a group environment, like the whole point is to talk to people and have fun with them. And you just don't want to. You don't want to be Linus. Wasn't Ooh. Linus the one that had the stinky blanket? 
Lana said this thing keep blanket in the flies. So no, it wasn't. It was pig pen. It was pig pen. Pig pen. That's right. <laughs> um, so we actually crossed in from five to four. So hygiene was five. Four is personal equipment that he's going to garbage. So we kind of stole our own thunder. Um, the big thing with what I see on my side, because um, I, I teach mostly CrossFit, mm-hmm. um, a lot of equipment use over there. And same thing. It has a shelf life. Right. If your bag oh, smells gosh. like a garbage can, mm-hmm. it's time to go. Yes. If your knee sleeves have flies, yes. gnats, you know, little buggies flying around them, mm-hmm. stinks, dude. It stinks. It stinks. Stank. It, it, it is, it's the one thing that all the other stuff, you know, all kidding aside, everything else is, it's just fun. We're, we're just kind of making light of this. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to the knee sleeves, I've got zero tolerance for so it nasty. smells like cheese. It's so like nasty, bad dude. cheese. It's so nasty. The knee sleeves gotta go away. And unfortunately, you bought them in 2012. It's time to to oh, yeah. sack up and get a new pair. Yes, right? and I think they are one of the most expensive things to buy. But if you think about it, so they're they cost. Is it like a hundred bucks a pair? For the very very high end, I think they're they're somewhere around thirty five to forty a piece. Yeah. Yep. So if you think about it, if you wear those things even ten times, you can break it down that it just costs a couple dollars. So if you've got them for six months and a year, you've absolutely gotten your money's worth. Lord, that are, I'll tell you what, stop treating your gear like you're still in high school. <laughs> Putting your disgusting gear in a wet bag in the back of your car for three days and then pulling oh. it out a couple of days later, son. That sh- that didn't work in high school. It's not going to work now. <laughs> All right, so. Take a whiff. Ask your spouse, does this stink? If they, if they even flinch, garbage. Exactly. Garbage for you. It's not cool. <laughs> if their eyes water. <laughs> this is where things are going to get serious because you're, nobody wants it, all right? And it's not cool it's anymore. So it's not so funny. Bad. It's not cool. Get rid of it. Um, it's one thing that you got to deal with the farting and the, the breath and everything else, but don't bring the knee sleeves and the, de- and the dead bag in. They smell so bad. I had a friend in the army, so I got a fun story for you. Um, my buddy, Andy. Um, I love Andy stories. So Andy had, uh, he wanted to be a taxidermist. Yes. I love the story. And Andy and I were roommates in the military and, uh, Andy collected dead things. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, we had these small little dorm refrigerators, the one where you couldn't even put two cans in the free, the freezer, you know, it's the freezer hanging from the top and it's just like a piece of, it's a piece of metal with a little shelf in it. Yep. And Andy, um, when he started out with his taxidermy quest, Start out with small animals. So we'd have squirrels, <laughs> dead squirrels in our refrigerator, um, teeth. So for some reason, he extracted teeth from things because, you know, you're going to mount them. So you had all this this stuff in here. So, But I got used to seeing dead animals and stuff in my room. And then if, it was, if it was really big, Andy would scoop up, like, he'd scoop up deer and mm-hmm. put him in his vehicle and drive him to the taxidermy school. You know, that was just Andy. But so I got used to dead things kind of in my younger <laughs> years. Um of course, we got caught in an inspection one time, and somebody found the dead animals in my refrigerator. But anyway, your bag smells worse than my refrigerator. Which is saying a lot. That says a lot. Okay, so I've actually had dead animals in a refrigerator with food. Mm-hmm. Food's below and dead animals on top. Um, your bag is what Andy would use to carry dead animals around. So That's let's just, perfect. Let's just put it Let's call it an Andy bag. If you have an Andy bag, and again, think yeah. of how much you spent on that bag. <laughs> think of how much you spent... And think about if you use it 300 days of the year, you've gotten your money's worth in a year. That would wash it. Washing would be great. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're getting into hygienic. All right. So these, these, are, these are pains that your trainers feel and uh, nobody ever talks about. So we're going into bold new territory. Here's number three. And this is where we get into the, the nasty, the double N nasty. Mm-hmm. 
biting your fingernails and touching your face. Oh, God. Okay, so we already know that uh, Jim, the gym is a, um, a breeding ground just for germs, right? Oh so gosh. you've got to be real diligent about cleaning the place. Um, but in the interim, oh as gosh. you're manhandling everything, uh, your, your hands need to not go anywhere near your face. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. When, you're, when you're chomping on fingernails, touching oh your gosh. face, picking your nose, you're actually bringing all that gym nasty. No matter how clean the gym is, you're putting stuff into your face. Oh, yeah. And obviously, your eyes, your nose, and your mouth are the fastest way to get sick uh-huh. when you're putting your hands into your mouth. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get sick? Keep your hands away from your face. Keep your hands away from your face. But nibbling on the fingernails. I I've can't. seen this so many times, I can't even tell you. People get done with the work. Hey, nice, nice work, <laughs> coach. What are you doing? I can't talk to you right now. Bye. So don't... um. Just for just general, you know, staying healthy, no, no on the fingernail biting. Yes. And then keep your hands off your face. And we really are. I mean, we, we've got gym wipes and people are very, very respectful of cleaning up after themselves and stuff, but you can't guarantee you're getting every centimeter of something when you clean it. So I almost look at things like everything has like boogers on it. Everything does have boogers, boogers and butt hair. So if you look at no matter what you do, you've got boogers and butt hair, other people's boogers and butt hair on your hands. Oh my God. Don't touch your face. Okay? Yes. So we killed that one to death. But, boogers and butt hair. And they're not your own. So that's oh even worse. Um, all right, here we go. Number two. This is one of my favorites. Toilet etiquette. Oh, Lord. Okay. So one, just hygiene. You know, um. aim for the middle. That kind of thing. Exactly. But let's talk Same about... Same thing, ladies. If you squat, you aim for the middle. That's it. You know, and I'd never... Because you told me that sometimes the ladies are worse than the dudes. I've never in my entire life. Which I don't understand because at least a dude is three or four feet above the toilet. I There's kind of a reason it. to miss, but... Um, I can't even explain it. Yeah. Um, guys, just in general, because going through the airport, this is the worst place to have to go to the bathroom. Absolutely agree. Because... Some dudes go in there like they're trying to lasso a bull at the end of a rodeo. I don't know how they're finishing up, but you look for the urinal that's got like the least amount of, I don't know. Which, <laughs> there's nowhere to stand. Let me put it that way. Dude, it's like, yeah, it's like you're trying to you're trying to lasso something. It's like, uh, okay, so. That one gave me a hot flash. Okay, so the big thing with the toilets, and this is the number one. So that thing that's usually off to the side with the handle and the bristles, it looks like a big toothbrush. That's not a plunger. No. And I am not kidding. That thing has collected more toilet paper, more turd, more everything, because people think that that's what you use when it starts to back up. Mm-hmm. And it goes back into etiquette, because if you use two-thirds of a roll of toilet paper, <laughs> <laughs> because you're not getting enough fiber, you know, once you go into the holy cow, ask your trainer where the plunger is. Yes. That's totally cool. No, we won't make a big deal out of it. Yep. But to use that little wand... Dude, guess who has to clean that up? Yes. Yeah. So I, I got into fitness because I want to help people and I want to get everyone fit. And mm-hmm. build, but I turned into a, a little bit of a janitor. <laughs> so um, don't use the brush as a... Um, no. And don't leave remnants on or around the toilet. Remnants. So like That's a gross word. If you... Remnants. If you have the chaw, just make sure it all goes down. And if it doesn't, <laughs> do an... My uncle always used to say, like, a courtesy flush is never a bad thing. And if there's still some pee or poop, pee or poop, clean it. And if the bathroom, if you have run out of a wipe or something like that, just let somebody know. I promise you, we always have more. 
These are adults we're talking about, by the way. I know. Um, Don't leave your poopy in the potty. Don't poo poo in the potty. <laughs> All right, so we're getting, this is it. So that was number two. Mm-hmm. And number one, this is a big one. If you want to have a stress-free relationship at your gym, yes. be able to come and go, not worry about anything, mm-hmm. and this happens more often than you can imagine, mm-hmm. don't sleep with your trainer. Do not have a sexual relationship <laughs> with your trainer unless you're married you are to married to you your go. trainer. That's it. Um, and then we're going to say that's okay. But we've, I've seen... I've seen gyms destroyed because of this. Yes. I've seen um, intro relationships at the gym destroyed because of this. Um, I can't even tell you how much this happens to to older middle aged people. Yes. that start going to a gym and things go buck wild. Yes, and um, the stories I can't even cover it in here. What has happened to some other gyms um, that we know about, where the owners and the clients, or the clients and the clients and the clients and the trainers, and we've had experiences even in our own place where things have just crossed the line too much. It is a fitness center. Yes. Okay. It's, um, it's not a nightclub. No, no. Enough said about that one. Right. Does that make just common sense? You know, go in and have relationships, create relationships, but don't, uh, don't poop where you eat. (laughs) It's my very thing you say. (laughs) Don't, uh, don't, you wouldn't put a big bullet, crap on your table don't that's what you're doing when you monkey around there okay so there's boundaries yo and i have i have always said and people agree and disagree with me all the time that a gym can be a sexual environment based on you know you're squatting you're bending over you're you know you're working with people we pair up you know you're sweating together and everything else don't sleep with your trainer oh lord it's happened unless you're us it's and we're allowed because we're married that's right and it's it's very, With each other. It's very erotic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So top 10 fails. Um, this was, again, meant for a le- uh, little bit of levity. And there's some truth wound in there. There's a lot of um, there's a, a lot of personal experience after just... And I know people that have been in the business have seen a lot more. Oh, my. A lot more. And this is just our personal uh, experiences. But there's, um, there's a whole host of things that go on in fitness. And I think this is why sometimes... Um, Fitness isn't always welcomed when somebody introduces new. So you got somebody that's older, they start introducing a fitness relationship. And of course, um, there might be one other person in that relationship that's nervous or suspectful of, you know, what their spouse is doing at the gym. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's just a common sense piece that needs to go into there that you treat it like a gym, have integrity and honor. Yep. I guess honor is the best thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, these are no joke things, and uh, we want everyone everywhere to have a wonderful experience at their gym and yes. get the most out of it. And uh, do we need to run down the top 10 again real quick? Let's do it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, because, you know, it might not be fresh. Number 10, don't be the coach. Let the coach be the coach. Yep. So don't coach other people. You don't know what you're doing. Uh, number nine. Where'd number nine go? Equipment abuse. Be kind. Mm-hmm. Dumbbells are your friend. Um, they, they want to stick around. So be nice to everything and just assume that the person behind you is going to have to come up and use what you broke. Yep. And that's not cool. Uh, number eight, crop dusting. Um, (laughs) watch where you go and where you aim that thing. (laughs) Number six, crotchety clothes. Bend over in front of the mirror before you come in. Mm -hmm. Maybe you may need to put your phone in selfie mode. Exactly. And and so here's a big tip. And I only learned this from you. Certain ladies fitness clothes, Mm -hmm. the lower end cost ones. Yep. When you bend over, 
and we love you guys. That's why we're sharing this. When you bend over. And people also need to remember that I said this. So it's not you no. dogging women's workout clothes. It was nope. me and I am a woman. I look everywhere, but. Exactly. I know you do. The butt. But the butt. Um, so the cheaper in clothes, yes. that fabric stretches. Mm-hmm. And there's not enough fiber in the material to maintain the discreetness <laughs> of, see how I'm doing that? Yes. How discreet what you're wearing is. Yes. And a lot of times, as soon as you drop it while it's hot, mm-hmm. drop it like it's hot. Yes. Your drawers are showing. Yep. Because the cheaper pants don't hide anything. Exactly. And you would never see it unless somebody told you. And that's like walking around with a booger hanging out of your nose. Yes. I just put another one in there. If you see your trainer walking around, you got something up your nose, tell them. Oh my gosh. Or any other person in the class. I have somebody. <laughs> this is thank- a life. That's a life tip. Thank God I have her. She has told me every time. And I tell her, I promise you, <laughs> it, it is embarrassing to have to tell somebody they've got something hanging out of their nose or whatever. But Boog. just... All you have to do is be gracious enough and kind enough to just say to somebody, hey, you might just want, you might want to run to the bathroom for a second. Please don't let people walk around with stuff in their teeth, it, eye boogies, nose boogies. Just say, just go in the bathroom for a minute. So it's, it's always better to be told than not be told, right? So you'd oh, rather deal with that short-term discomfort? you're embarrassed for a second. A second. But um, that's not on there. So we'll we'll always tell people. Oh, it's exactly. Like, it's like, hey, you know, go go, go check your nose. Just help each other out. That's it. Um, where did I leave off? Farting all over the place. <laughs> um, crotchety clothes. That's it. So the yep. tip: make sure if you look, you can tell if your clothes are doing you a favor, because um, sometimes they're not. <clears throat> um, stinky blender bottle. Throw them away. Oh, gosh. If you've got twenty blender bottles in your house, I guarantee at least a third of them stink. Yep. Um, <laughs> general hyge- hygiene. <laughs> deodorant, your friend. Gums, your friend. Mints are your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, stay away from aspartame. You can be healthy about it. Mm-hmm. But if you, you know, it's funny. Um, when you see people first thing in the morning, you see everything. Bedhead. It's yeah. awesome. I and love then I think a lot of it, it's like, hey, you know, it's like camp. It's like you're being at camp or something. Yep. But when you've got the toothpaste running down the corner of your mouth, I'm like, I'm so grateful you brushed your teeth this morning. Exactly. Um, number four, this goes for the doctor's office too. I imagine if you're going to the doctor first thing in the morning, you'd brush your teeth, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, number four, personal equipment needs to go in the trash. Smell your bag, your knee sleeves, your, your shirts, wrist straps, your, your wrist shirts. straps. Mm-hmm. They don't have, they're not a forever purchase. Nope. It's not like buying a mattress. Ladies, smell your sports bras. There's no 10 year warranty on those things. Yeah. Maybe a year, right? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Um, that's number four. Number three, biting your fingernails and touching your face. Um, <sighs> Makes you sick. Let's just say Ebola is in your gym. <laughs> <laughs> And you're touching your face and biting your fingernails. And if that doesn't get it going, remember, it's everybody's boogers and butt hair. Boogers and butt, not your own. Not your own. It's you're eating somebody else's boogers and butt Because while that would be gross if it was yours, it's even worse that it's that person's that you don't know. Yes. All right. Number two, toilet etiquette. The thing with the bristles is not a plunger. Yep. Um, which I would love to see the visual of somebody going to town because it's a short brush, which means you've got to be closer to the water while you're doing the work. But oh. in their panic, because they don't want everyone to know that they broke the bowl, mm-hmm. they're, they're plunging. With the brush, <laughs> just kind of just scr- probably touching their scr- face. <sighs> Which then go and then see point number three, where after you've monkeyed with the toilet brush, you come out and you're biting your fingernails. Exactly. So it, it all happens. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be sick. And then uh, the 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 golden nugget of the day, yes, is keep it in your pants. Yes. Don't sleep with your training staff. Um, yes. It just it's not good for anybody. No. Yeah. Okay. And hopefully, you know, this is, uh, this is enlightening to some of you. Uh, it's just meant just to be fun, guys. And um, it doesn't always have to be serious. No, no. And it's, you know, serious topics too. Just 
they can be lighthearted and stuff, but just everything that we teach you guys is just to make an environment uh, more awesome than it it currently is or more awesome than you could ever hope there would be. This is every gym. This is not by any stretch limited to us. This is any gym anywhere. Um, Small little checklist to make everybody happy. Exactly. Sweet. And I'll do my part. I will too. I'll let, and, well, and I'll let you know, too, if you have a boogie hanging you, out of your and nose. And you always tell me. Exactly. So I, I don't get away with anything. <laughs> <laughs> she hands me mints. She's like, here, you need this. It's awesome. Um, okay, so hopefully this was a little bit of a break. Um, we have some other cool things coming up on the next show. I had talked uh, in the last show about, um, what did I even talk about? Dumbing it down. Um, I wanted to get into a deeper dive on that. But mm-hmm. um, celebrity trainers and the idea that you don't have to understand what you're doing to be successful. Um, mm-hmm. I, I only put a short one together. I call it a shorty. Um, but we'll go into a deeper dive on the next one. Um, I think it's, it's worthy of a, a deeper talk. Absolutely. So we'll get, we'll catch it on the next one. Any other parting tips? No, I, I can't Money. stop laughing That's a lot. now. <laughs> um, if you have a tip, we'll add to the list. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll expand it a little bit, but, uh, as always, thank you. Yes, um, thank we love you, you for supporting us and sharing and, um, it's fun watching our stats grow yeah. um, so that it makes it worthwhile and we're, we're loving doing it. So uh, keep crushing it, guys. Um, stay in the fight. Stay healthy. Keep your family healthy. And uh, we hope you're all doing great. Yep. All right. Thank you all. All right. Be true. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.